the Dubai bottle opener brought into room. Bless you. Why are you whispering? No. John. John, Gavin. Rob. But you're here first. Like if I'm not mistaken, the original, the original was Dion, John, Sean, Gavin, and me. Mm -hmm. So those are the originals. So if you count mics and those guys are here and you're you're good to sit down. Okay. Who just called me? Why am I missing calls? I don't know. <sighs> Your watch isn't tuned right. No, it's just Skype call. Just a Skype call. IBM loves to call. Who doesn't love to call Dion? Hmm. That is a good question. <laughs> no, not not really. It's not a good question at all. So Dion's worried about my machine. I'm going to shut everything down. Yeah, oh. your machine is like it's in been fire. too long. It's been too long. I'm shutting stuff down. By the way, I have. I had two episodes where my machine stopped working, the mouse, everything, and the power button as well, everything. And I I stand with the power button until it shut down, but yeah. it was like 10 minutes of what hmm. the heck. That's weird. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll hand one of ours down to you soon enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just a tester. I don't need it. No, my machine's mid two thousand or twenty fifteen, so I'm good for another year or two. What the hell is this? It's my iPhone that's gonna go away. Your iPhone. But your iPhone is from last year. No. Oh, that's what that was. Wasn't it? You burned it last year. What do you mean I burned it? Running hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Sean, for reminding him exactly what. Running <laughs> hot. <laughs> yes. Dion was and is running hot. I can't. How often? Spontaneous combustion. You okay over there, Gav? <laughs> Grab a mic. Nope. You sure? Yeah. How often mobiles are changed? More when they or less? break. Okay. For you? No, I don't know. Well, my my is a little broken, but what's wrong with yours? Uh, fall in the screen in the corner. Oh, you dropped it. Uh, no, it falls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely happy with her new. It jumps out of her hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why does it, it do that? some life inside so it jumped that little rumble shouldn't knock it off the desk <laughs> just saying <laughs> we have I mean we have had a team member who it was his iPhone call well, the water was calling it so it would like to jump in the water often yep 
It was like chuk 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 chuk. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That totally should have been more on mic. <laughs> uh so we uh let's see, we're up to uh we're the worldwide IT guys. I think we're ready to roll. I'm Steve. I'm Dion. Gavin. John. This is Sean. Elisa. And and, and Ross. Uh, and Ross from the corner. Um and uh, we once again are the worldwide IT guys, and this is episode seventy eight. Uh like like yesterday. So a few of us were gone last week and I missed two weeks. This is my this is weird. This feels awkward. That's right, John. You were gone. Where were it, you last week? It feels awkward for everybody. I was traveling. You were I was you, in Dubai. You brought back a Dubai, Dubai bottle Dubai. opener. Yeah. Dubai. Why are we whispering Dubai? That, that's how we say it when you use the when you open the beer oh, you go Dubai. Oh, oh. Schlitz. Yep. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so uh, the funny thing is I, I got my son a present. And I got you guys a present, and I did not get my wife a present. Nope. Why go to, like, the fanciest place on the planet and not bring her something? Very bad. <laughs> well, to be fair, I was um, also traveling last week. Uh, I was in London last week, and what did I hear when I got home? What, you didn't bring me my chocolate? Ooh. Where's the okay. chocolate? Yeah. I was supposed yeah. to go over to uh, Harrods and get the chocolate? Didn't get the chocolate, so here in I am. Trouble. In big trouble because I didn't bring the chocolate. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I apologize for not bringing uh-huh. the chocolate. My wife has gotten to the point. It's like, I'd rather just have you home. I don't need presents. Just just oh. get home before. Yeah, that, that ends fast. Mm-hmm. No, she's no, gonna no. She's going to be asking where the no, chocolate I used to, is soon, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but we have a colleague that you saw in London that used to have <clears throat> to shop for his entire family every place he went. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So I did. I saw some, some former... Uh, employees of the organization here and um, got to hang out and have a good time and hear about all their wonderful uh, current scenarios. The best part of the whole thing was running into a listener of the podcast who met our uh, friend Irk, who's been on the podcast here, and was floored. He was like, oh, wait. You're Irk. I know you. <laughs> and to watch Irk's face, like, wait, what? From the podcast? Really? <laughs> well, shit, wait till he meets me. <laughs> <laughs> so th- there's a, uh, a rumbling of um, familiarity going around that is kind of fun to see when, when you have the opportunity. I, I look forward to that day when... Um, People from the other side of the ocean get to see Dion for the first oh, time. Because that could be a dangerous thing. Oh, <laughs> Especially if they offer a beer to Dion. Well, it, it, it was definitely a fun time, John. You had a good time in Dubai. Uh, yeah. The pictures of you in the Persian Gulf, that was the best thing for me. It was cool. That was one of my bucket list things, is uh, get my feet in the Persian was Gulf. Was it in your bucket list? Not really bucket it's list, but if I'm going to travel list. that far, I want to say I've been in the Persian Gulf. Absolutely. And I went... Also, one other thing, I went to the, uh, not to the top, but to the highest point of the uh, tallest building in the world. Which is the? The uh, Burj, is, Burj the, is the nickname Tower? for it, but I forget. It's the the one the building in, in Mission it's Impossible. Mission, yeah, I was about to say, yeah. Yeah, so 
I can't believe you didn't. Four. Yeah. It looks like a big spindle. Like going it's up it's very skinny on the yeah, w- on yeah. the top, but yeah. I could totally cool. have seen you like what that video of Tom Cruise like with his feet dangling, like over hanging the out edge. the window, yeah. and yeah, yeah that's not going to happen. That very that. day, someone said in the scrum that oh, John is in the way; he won't do the scrum. And I just realized, oh, yeah, he may be scaling that building. Yeah. And you sent the picture. It was like, oh. It's very Perfect. high up. Yeah. Well, it's pretty fun. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's something I would like to see. That is on my bucket list to get to uh, Dubai and see well, that Well, uh, it's changing every day. So it, what I saw this past week will be completely different from whatever you see. Sure. When you get there. Sure. Yeah. Constant uh, too much money to spend. Yep. Constant growth. Cool. Well, um, what happened here? What did you guys do? Really, I was that out of exciting, town. Huh? I, I was in Michigan. <laughs> uh, so Nobody was here, I, Steve. I, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> um, I didn't do anything uh, last weekend. Well, I did. Actually, I did a lot. I just didn't do it around here. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But but it's uh, this is St. Patrick's Week, which is a big it week is. for. Chicagoans and yeah, but Irish. it was too cold. Well, I wanted to go to the river and I watched it f- right, from cause, TV. Because what they they um, dyed the river green like they always do. It's still lingering. If yep. you've yeah. noticed, I saw cold. it the next day on Sunday and it was still bright green. Yep, I took some pictures. Well, yes. that's interesting because that is. Uh, it took them a while to get that right. So, like, I'm fascinated with the story of how Chicago dyed the river green and it started with a plumber Stephen Bailey mm-hmm. in the 1960s who I guess when plumbers are looking to see which pipe is leaking in a large building they'll put a, like a, oh. a dye into the water supply uh-huh. and then they can trace it and he just saw one of his co-workers with like green dye all over him he's like how'd you get that he's like oh I was trying to trace a leak and he's like well tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day like let's try and just dye the whole river so they, they just called one of the the bridge masters like could we die the river and he's like well I, I don't see why not you know <laughs> so there was like no approval <laughs> they just did it yeah and this is the part that was was great about it it's just like a bunch of like drunk irish guys they put um so it's it the navy also uses this if a sailor goes overboard they have these dye oh yeah the, the dye things that yeah and apparently if you have like something like one ounce a jet can see you from like seven miles away. Like wow. that's how big it disperses. Wow. They used four hundred pounds. Holy and the river <laughs> was green for a week. <laughs> and people were really worried because like it wasn't approved or anything. Is it they killing just... wildlife? Whatever wildlife is in the river, exactly. is it killing? <laughs> Let me see if I could find his uh his quote here. Cause his quote so like they went to him like, Do you really know what you're doing? Like people are panicking. Hell no, I didn't know. Uh, what <laughs> This was his quote. This is Stephen Bailey, head of the Plumbers Union, who has just died the the Chicago River Green. The Chicago River will die the Illinois, which will die the Mississippi, which will die the Gulf of Mexico, which will then send green dye to the Gulf Stream across the North Atlantic to the Irish Sea. As the sea of green surrounding the land will appear as a greeting to all Irish men of the Emerald Isle, and they will know that the real men of Aaron and Chicago Land, USA, are great friends. What? <laughs> So that's how he reassures. So then, like, they're so worried that they ask a scientist. This is my favorite part of the whole story. They ask a scientist, like, in the Tribune, like, is this okay? Are we going to be fine? Our river's green. And it was Dr. Frisbee of the Friends of the Chicago River. And his quote is, and this is to reassure the public everything's okay, 
The impact of the dye is minimal compared to the raw sewage in the river. That's <laughs> 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 just such a Chicago. <laughs> like, oh, good, we only need to worry about the sewage. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. But it is pretty cool. Like, I don't know if you've ever gone down there. It's it is cool. It's bright yeah. green. I mean, oh, it's, it is. It's bright, bright they green. They dyed it different colors. So, like, all I ever remember was the green, and then they dyed it blue, right? No. Yes. Oh, for the Cubs. Yes. yes. Yeah. The Cubs. They tied it, dyed it bright blue, and it was like, holy crap, they can do this different color thing. Well, Why don't they dye it like what it's supposed like, to look yeah, like regular all water the color. time? Well, it's also <laughs> funny because like they've never like developed. Like, so people have challenged them. Like, is this safe? Like, honestly, like, what is it? And they said, this is a, uh, the current guy who's head of it goes, oh, that'd be like a leprechaun telling you where he hides his gold. <laughs> all I want you guys to know is this has been thoroughly tested by top chemists, which sounds so <laughs> suspicious, you know. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it would be great to just dye it a nice color the other days of the year. That's a line from what the fugitive. Fugitive, where it's yeah, like exactly. They dye it green oh, do one they day year. The can they just? Yeah. They, yeah. Why can't they dye it blue the rest yeah, of the year? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they yeah. dye it blue for for the North Side team that won the the championship. The well, the river is already black <laughs> for your yeah. yeah. It was already White Sox color. I mean, yeah, black, <laughs> black and gray. It was black and gray. The it's river almost always green all year. So <laughs> that's it's pretty. Uh-huh. Pretty black and ugly. Um, so that that's Blue didn't that. Last long, so St. Patrick's Day. But really what quick. what I didn't understand is we kind of as a city celebrated the weekend before St. Patrick's Day. What? Why is that? Like it's always the weekend before. But it's Friday. Yeah, I mean, you hear a bunch of different things. You hear that. Well, you know, you don't want the drunks mucking up the works. You know, on a weekday. For it's the, more days to party for That's the years. Well, well, bars love it. Yeah, bars love it because they basically get two de facto days. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they always do it before because whenever the real day hits, they'll still party on the day during the week. So you get. I, I've heard the original explanation that I have heard, but I've heard a thousand different reasons for this. I've heard the real reason is it was sort of like when the Cubs victory parade happened. Mm-hmm. It's just like the Metra and everything couldn't handle the load. And if you if you if you the claim was. That if you add the load of like all these casual people getting on the train who don't have fare passes right. and don't know how to like negotiate all this on top of rush hour, <clears throat> the the claim was that it would screw up the works. I don't know. It all happens right, every time we win. Well, a that would happen because it's on a Friday this year, and yeah. I know my train line is crowded enough as it is. If we had St. Patrick's Day weekend on Friday or Saturday, it it, it would well, screw the, us up. Every time the Blackhawks won. It f- the parade right. messed up. You didn't want to come downtown on that day. Usually it was yeah, a Friday. Yeah. Right. And the Cubs thing was the same thing. You didn't want to come downtown that day. Well, some of you did, but not everybody else wanted to come down. And also, I, think, I mean, and, in Chicago, we have, we yeah. used to have two big parades. It was yeah. the Chicago Parade and the Southside Parade, which was a big party. Yeah. And then they got rid of and that. That was the Sunday uh, after, wasn't it? The Southside the Parade is still a very popular parade. Well, they, brought, well, they just they restarted back. it. They after. started they back. They had a two-year hiatus where they got rid of it. And well, it's they, not a big party anymore, so they have it on the same weekend as Chicago. They tried to dial it down because yeah. for almost uh, – it started in 1979 yeah. going down one side street, and then yeah. it spread to a bigger street. And yeah. then within like three years, it was on Western Avenue, which is a very large, yeah. popular street that the entire – 
city of Chicago and the aldermen said, yeah, you guys can go right up Western. Yeah, yeah. We don't give a shit. And that's like, what are you talking about? That's like huge. And those, like, it just got ordeal. so big. Like, it, like you know, that's like in the Beverly neighborhood and so on. And, and I, like, those bars just aren't big enough to handle the the, the crowd because everyone from Chicago went down to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I went to I saw Brother a guy taking a shit on somebody's front lawn the year I went. Like, that was no, probably me, like, dude. Sorry. What? Um, <laughs> no, but like, that's where I went. To, <laughs> yeah. I went to Brother Rice. I never shit on anybody's lawn. Yeah. Um, but. I went to Brother Rice. I grew yeah. up with all those guys from yeah. Beverly, and I was in some of those parades, yeah. and I hung out with those guys, and that was one of the bigger parties of the year. Sure. And, uh, I mean, the sheer number of people who still go from, like, where I live now back to that area just to participate in that parade is crazy. Oh, yeah. It's not even just a neighborhood parade anymore. So, um I don't know. Yeah, so the two years it took a hiatus because they didn't know how to handle the, the crowd size – um, I think they've just like, well, we'll just roll the dice because we, we'd still like that. We'd still like those, sure. that number of people to show up in our city at least once a year. So they're just like, well, we'll do it. So I know New York does a reasonably big deal on St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, like, is this a U.S. phenomenon? Or oh, Well, yeah. in Ireland, they treat it more. Well, my this is the claim that I always got from my my right? uncles and all that that were born in Ireland was that it's more of a religious holiday, you know, because they're so Catholic over there. Yep. You, you dress yep. up, you wear a tie, you go to mass, and then you would go out for drinks at night, but it wouldn't be, like, any crazier, really, than any right. other night, right. you know. Yeah. Sure. Isn't our president, or the president of the United States, hosting the Irish president it's hard to it's hard to pronounce it's like the Tushok. yeah that's what they call their prime minister or something like that i thought i heard on spicy's uh, agenda for the coming weekend that oh, he's, really? that uh president trump is going to be hosting the irish equivalent prime minister which, for, which is somewhat shocking i would think he would want to be in country if this is an important holiday there as well. Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of assumed it was just a U.S. thing. It's maybe just like has like the Cinco dipl- de Mayo is a big deal for the U.S. Yeah, maybe I, it's yeah, a, the diplomat. It could be the diplomat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> could be the yeah, yeah. I find it mildly offensive to do a St. Patrick's Day parade like Chicago does. To yeah. be honest, like it's a Boston, Chicago. A few other yeah, it could be a diplomat that it's not a big reports deal. to Ireland. Oh, it's awful. I. I mean, it wasn't that that bad this year, but just living in Lakeview, you just walk oh, around and That's you just horrible. see puddles of vomit everywhere. It's well, yeah. there's always there's this hilarious blog you can read the next day called the Boys Town Wrigleyville Crime Blotter. And they totally, yep. They just transcribe uh, the police. Uh, they listen in on a radio, and it's because it's hilarious. It'll be like uh, seven men fighting in a Seven <laughs> Eleven. You know, it's just like, like dresses yeah, yeah, just, like, yeah, dress we have seven leprechauns, leprechauns fighting. Yeah, woman calls nine one one because they won't give her her fake ID back. Totally, <laughs> you know, like it's, woman, it's like hilarious. Hits and it's like dog and then with shillelagh. Eleven a.m. Yeah. is the timestamp. You know, it's like yeah. man passed out on top of a roof of a car. 9 a.m. You know, like, you, like it's hilarious 100%. to read it. Yeah. It's literally just an excuse for Chicagoans to go out and drink in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's right. <laughs> this is my Iowa cousins say. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking Great. of brackets, what are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so what, the, what? What are you talking about tomorrow? It's a college basketball tournament. Nobody cares about that. Nope, I think they covered does. it last week after listening to we did a little bit. the podcast yeah. this morning. All right. Well, we're not going to go there. Um, but we should go to our friends at IBM. 
Mm. <laughs> so they've been in the news recently. Mm. Um, mm. Did you guys see the mm. the uh, Pennsylvania thing? Mm. I did. Uh, one of our listeners uh, posted that uh, last week or so. That is correct. So Pennsylvania sued IBM over troubled $110 million IT upgrade. So we have, once again, our wonderful partner, IBM, um, is now being, so uh, Australia's done it, uh, at least one of the Yeah, one, one of the counties yeah, or whatever it is. It's in, not yeah. a county. What, what region. territory, territory, region, it's whatever territory. it's. Um, so they definitely had their issues. Um, there may be another one coming, but. Pennsylvania, one of our states in the U.S., has done the same thing. They sued IBM. Um, so what I liked about this uh, <laughs> article is they're, they're learning. IBM is learning uh, from our government, most likely. Uh, asked to comment, an IBM spokesperson said, The claims alleged by the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania are without merit. <laughs> IBM will vigorously defend itself against this lawsuit. This is right out of Trump's book, right? It, it's, it's, hey... This is false news. They don't know what they're talking about. Sue them. Um, and so here we go. Pennsylvania is suing IBM. Do we have anything going on in our world that might? <laughs> well, you know what else is funny about this is like if you, if you read the article on the Australian thing, IBM has the same response in both situations where they're like, they're like, these projects never come in on time. <laughs> they never come in. So IBM's basically like, listen, this is what we do. We show up. We lie through our teeth to you when we pitch. <laughs> you know, we're never right. <laughs> and then, you know, but then we make you guys, you know, we don't adjust. You guys no. have to adjust. Ex uh, you know, absolutely. And, but, uh, yeah, we, uh, well, let's see what we've had a couple so major. Just, just, just yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Yep. Um, we had effectively our entire uh, public presence, whether it be people being able to email into this organization to our web properties that are associated with our domain, none of it worked. Mm, yep. None of it mm. worked. And we spent all day kind of with our hands tied going, uh, it's something on your end. Mm -hmm. We have no visibility into this. All we can do is tell you we have a problem. And and the, the thing that kind of got my goat on the whole thing is, <laughs> once again, <laughs> Did any monitoring on their side tell them? Did they come to us and no. say we've yeah. got an issue? Mm, no. no. Once yeah. again, it was our network of X thousands of nodes, our people, saying, hey, something doesn't look right here. Yeah. That's their early warning system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is our end user <laughs> well, base. It also helped that our New York office was shut down and everyone's working from home. Yes. So we had 700 people out of the office in New York trying to get to our stuff, and they couldn't get to it. And, and end of the day, they're claiming that that may have had something to do with our problem. Yeah. Which I'm not sure I I, uh, I agree with. buy that, but, I don't buy you either. Know. Whatever. That's the yeah. problem. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and what they I loved no in the ticket. Too. I don't know. Uh, so I had some visibility into the ticket yeah. beyond what, like, was normally reported. So there was no monitoring system and some ticket in the background going on no it was our ticket that was open yeah. and what was great to watch was the post saying hey acknowledged and escalated you know we'll get back to you and then you'd have a post from somebody going oh this looks like 
it's you know uh, it's related to this ISP that's got a problem, which was not an exposed note. And then the guy would come back and say, um, we've escalated this because of the issues to a P1. It's an yeah. important issue. We should address this issue. And uh, the next note would be a back office thing saying, I don't know if it's that ISP thing. It looks like there's, you know, potentially a firewall problem here. And then we're going to, you know, we're going to raise it to some other group within IBM. And then you get the, there's really no update at this point. Don't worry about it. We're all on it. These public messages that were very inane and who cares kind of messages. Meanwhile, you had the back room kind of going, I don't know, is it you? Is it me? I don't know, is it them? Maybe it's them. Let's bring them in. And there was this call going on that was this long threaded conversation to point at vendor X and vendor Y and ISPZ and all these problems that could be the problem. And then there was this kind of constant calm thread that was the public thread that everybody just saying, yeah, we've, we see an issue, we've escalated, we got people on it, don't worry about it. Yeah, it might, you know, might be an issue here, but don't worry about it, we're on it. And constantly throughout it was this steady voice of don't worry about it until it got resolved. And then when it finally got resolved, so it was whatever it was, 9.45 in the morning, 10.45 in the morning, and at 4.45 in the afternoon. Almost 5 o'clock. It was resolved, and the message, the, the calm voice comes back and says, issue resolved, closing the ticket. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> We've had no website <laughs> for a day. And not just us, like our partner, you know, like sister. You know. All this conversation, yeah. all this history – Nothing about what happened. Basically, our vendor dossed us. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why it happened? For almost 24 How straight hours. Just done. We're closing it. We're, it was we're insane. moving on. And it was weird because like, I didn't believe any of that shit because like, oh, it's probably a, an issue with Verizon or Level 3. It's like, really? You know, they're usually pretty transparent, you know, yep. uh, if... Uh, because I immediately, every time they said we had an issue with something, I would, I immediately go to the Twitter feed. Absolutely, oh, oh, that's why. Right. You know, yeah, yep. So you're telling me, like, I, I, like level three of Verizon has a problem that they're not being transparent about. The only way that's the case is if you didn't pay the bill, <laughs> and they just <laughs> shut us down. You, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's the problem with level three <laughs> is that we didn't, IBM didn't pay the bill. You know, I like your air quotes, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah, we can get into that yeah. later too. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, I was like, there's no fucking way no. an internet backbone provider is having an issue. You and I were doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty standard practice, though, to say, okay, P1 is resolved. We'll open something else to follow the RCA yeah. to move forward. We'll close all the tickets. Everything is fine. And then if you'd like to join along with actually finding out what the fuck happened, here, but that here's wasn't the thing. In the, that wasn't I, in I, the just, close. No, it's not. But that's what happens. They, it's like if you're not if you're not yeah. intimately involved in the entire process, you have no idea what the actual problem was. And then if you follow the process, if you follow the next ticket that gets open to follow the the root cause analysis, then you get a little bit of detail about the net translations that they didn't have en enough for and all that stuff. I, so. I just can't believe that public facing websites being down isn't more of a priority. E even if you can't fix it faster, just say there's nothing bigger than a P1, Sean. Yeah, but that's what's so funny that's to me is they, said. that they like. I mean, who knows how much business could be lost of, you know, yeah. a, a public-facing website being down. Yeah. You, you know, and 
There just there never seemed to be this any. This is part er, of the er, reason we went with a big, exactly, great yeah. IT provider that could solve these shit storms better than anybody yeah. that we could. It's like no, wrong. They Sorry. never thought. What we're good at, yeah, showing you how to not sweat the small things. <laughs> they identified that the limitations in NAT translations were set to twenty thousand, and due to the storm in New York. Most of the users were working from home, therefore they needed to set the net translations higher from twenty thousand. See, but I don't believe. So that would mean, 000. if that were true, what that would mean then is that they didn't have enough tra- net translation. So the problem was, and, and I don't know how much detail we want to get into the podcast, but the problem was external people, external DNS servers couldn't get to our DNS servers, so they expired us. So what they're claiming is there was so much network traffic that there wasn't enough bandwidth left for these fucking DNS servers to get in and not expire us? I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> You're telling me we could all go around all day long doing whatever we want, but these servers couldn't get in yeah. once to NS1 or NS2? I, I'm totally with you, and especially yeah. because what were all of these home workers doing? They're fucking Nobody, laundry. There's no <laughs> they way they're doing working. their laundry. Exactly. They're not working. And, yeah. and to be fair... All of our mail is hosted in the cloud, which is ninety-eight percent of what people do. Exactly. There's at our no. Company. There's no fucking way. Those they people, weren't coming back yeah. to file servers and downloading. Yeah, yeah. You know, gigabytes of data. This was total bullshit. I'm with you, Sean. Yeah, I, I, I don't buy that, bullshit. man. I don't buy that. There's even they even use the word hence in this, which means hence. <laughs> IBM <laughs> used the word hence. If I use hence in a in a ticket. I fucking hate your guts. Okay, <laughs> you're getting some grade A bullshit. You are getting out. my last nerve broken yeah. response. Okay, like if I say, "Hence, why the fuck I said this previously?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So they used hence in this response. Just so oh, you know. that's hilarious. Yeah. Anyways, it's oh, almost man. as good as uh, what, what's the what's the phrase? Uh, Ergo, uh, uh, please advise. Please, please advise. advise. Oh, yeah. yeah, everyone from New York. I'm sure she's still listening. So we need you to do this website for us uh, by tomorrow and email 14,000 people. Please advise. Please advise. (laughs) Do you know what's a bigger uh, prick send-off, though? I was talking to somebody about this uh, at the bar the other night. Thank you in advance for your cooperation. Right. Oh, We're just man. assuming they're going to say yes. Absolutely. You know, because, that, yeah, that's, a, that's a, another level. I have level. used that with our previous company, three-letter acronym. Oh, our previous and, network yeah, provider. Yeah, and yeah, IBM. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, Thanks I think, in advance for all you can do. I, to I would help say us when you're talking to a customer, you can have a certain level of assumptions, or excuse me, uh, yeah, a vendor, a vendor that they're going to do it for you because you pay them to do that. Thanks in know? advance, yeah, for doing your job. For a peer, it's a little bit presumptuous. Yes, yeah, totally agree. Totally. I'm agree. sorry, Sean. I won't use that anymore. So, I don't think you've ever <laughs> said. Uh, <laughs> So, yes, it was a frustrating day yesterday, and I'm with you. I don't believe yeah. a damn thing that's been reported so far, and I've made it relatively clear in my emails and, and threads back on what's going on. I mean, when they closed the freaking ticket, I was like, are you kidding me? I posted in the ticket. This is really unsatisfactory. You guys should not be doing this. There should be at least some explanation or reference to Yes, there were issues. We've resolved them. We're going to open this problem ticket, and you can follow the thread there. To to your point that you know that's what the process is. Fine, put it in the ticket so that the person who's following it can go. Oh, okay. It isn't just closed and dropped. It, yeah, 
it's it's in the it's basically in another tab in a closure code in a other place that you need to know where to look otherwise it's dead to you and they <laughs> they will maybe respond to you at some point complete bullshit not my not my <clears throat> first p1 ride will um, be my last complete bullshit uh so that was our p1 problem this week that this week's P1's. p1 problem yeah, that was our p1 do we do we have uh, any other transformation this week that i'm not aware of do we? Um, I don't uh, know. Your cert problem. I, I enjoyed your the discussion about search, uh, waiting for the comet to fly over. Nice. <laughs> yeah, two a.m. cert change. I don't know if I remember everything because I decided they made me do it at two a.m. and this, I said, "Yeah, you talked about this on the podcast." There was they we, did, and it was great because I was awake it. when Sean was awake doing he prepped it. it. He it was prepped a, us in saying essentially, "So tonight, I'm going to be up, and just for you guys, I'm going to stay out at the bar extra late." Um, it's just so I can stay awake so that when I get home, I walk in right at the right time. I sit down at the computer right at the right time. Do the three I do everything task. that I need to do right at the right time. And then once I'm done, I'll pass out. And then I'll I'll see you guys tomorrow. And Sean did a great job. And, and of, now your Slack response makes total sense. Yeah, yeah. That, but Sean did a great job oh, you didn't of, know I was drunk when I was posting. No, <laughs> because, no you yeah. didn't. Because was I was perfect. traveling. I was awake at yeah. the time. And so I was watching Slack. Yeah, there's another businessman I could talk to at this hour. <laughs> Talk to a businessman to businessman. Business yes, no, to business. Since. But you were almost. 5 you, know? you were almost leaving us breadcrumbs of oh, like, was... all right, I'm getting online with these guys. I'm talking to these fuckers. They don't know the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> I've made the change. Everything looks okay on my end. It's fucked on their end. Good night, world. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, in my defense, I contacted them several times to like get an update, and they didn't respond. No, and no, then no. I was like, "Well, fuck it, I'm going to bed." Whenever I, you I passed like out, hour, yeah, you know? but whenever yeah. you passed out, yeah. you were like, "It's not working." It was like two thirty in the morning. Everybody right? crossed their fingers. It was you, we all woke up. I was convinced it would be w- still well broken when I woke up. So it I, took I, them three hours. I woke up. I I, I set an alarm for seven thirty as like a check in. Have you ever done that in your life? Uh, I actually used to get up at, at uh But kids wake seven you up. Have, when have yeah, you yeah. set an alarm to wake you up? Uh, that, yeah, that's yeah. been a long time yeah, since exactly. I, yeah, so I set an alarm for 7.30. <laughs> I'm just stressing the importance yeah, yeah. that you felt in that you did not trust them. And I will say they fixed it. They fixed it at about 5.30, so it did take them. It took about three hours. Three hours, so I'm glad I did While we were up. all asleep and, you know. Three hours to download a new cert. AP's mid-business day world. They, uh, but they got it. They did fix it. I will say in their defense, yeah. they fixed it. Uh so it's been a good uh, good week for IBM is what I'm hearing. <laughs> Man. God, so that's good. pathetic. Well, thank you, Sean, for uh, <clears throat> putting we up We should with tell that as a suggestion. Like, look, we're looking at how long it takes you to close these you P1 know, tickets. Well, our, our secret is uh, we get drunk. <laughs> yeah. We, we tend to, you know, we get it done pretty fast, you know. So um, so I, I have an uncle um, who is uh, perhaps or was perhaps um, – not not the sharpest tool in the yeah. shed, as they say. Everyone right? has his uncles. He, he was that guy, and um, my my mom used to tell a story. So she and her brothers lived in, they lived up in Wrigleyville, and as kids, and they would go to Wrigley before the security and all the seriousness was going on. They would scale the wall and break into the stadium uh-huh. in the bleachers. Right? They would jump the wall. And get in and then scurry into the crowd and people would lose them and they'd be fine. Well, invariably, um, and I don't want to use his name, let's call him Rudy, okay? So my uncle Rudy 
would be the guy that would always get caught. <laughs> and my mom would be like the one going, God damn it. And she'd go back to help out Rudy yeah. and they'd both get kicked out. And the, the other brother would get away with it and his buddies and all, right? Uh-huh. So this is Uncle Rudy. He was always that guy. And my wife and I were talking about this, and she said, you know what? IBM kind of sounds like your Uncle Rudy. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> we just know it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. There's always a train wreck that's going to happen, and it's it's Uncle Rudy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm going to take to calling IBM just Uncle Rudy. I like that. Going <laughs> forward. Yeah. Uncle Rudy's got a t- we got a ticket open with Uncle Rudy. <laughs> Cross <laughs> your fingers. Exactly. Everybody put your head down and pray for a minute. Maybe this will yeah. work out. <laughs> so that, that's uh, – Sadly, where I am with IBM. Uh, so, uh, what what else has gone on in the world? What what what's this Tinder for good-looking people? What is this? I oh, I saw this. that headline, but I didn't get. It. So, I got what this is. Is this is for? I mean, people. why don't we let Gavin answer? I thought Tinder you know, for good-looking people. Obviously, I thought Tinder that, was right? so only good-looking. So, this looking is supposed people. to be for celebrities and people that they say do very well on Tinder. So, if you're often uh, sw- swiped. Left is it? I don't right. know which one means you're good. good right looking. is good. Right. Left is bad. If you're, yeah. So if you're often swept in that direction, or if you're, but I, I could see why this is because it's funny. I have a lot of friends who live in L.A., and especially like my gay friends. They say like the the gay community is not is is like big as the heterosexual community. So it's like they'll just see famous gay people on Twitter all the time, hmm. and it's like I, you know these guys probably get they probably have every night a million people swiping on their profile. So it probably for them, among other things. So do, <laughs> is it is it <laughs> is tough to navigate? You know? Is it a related like if you're a Tinder user and you become popular in Tinder, do you like automatically get invited to this thing? Yeah, I think you do, and then you <laughs> Gavin. Oh. So you only see the good-looking people and the power users. Gavin, are, apparently, are you, Gavin hasn't hit that level, what? so no. he doesn't know. You're not. No. That is maybe we could write a bot that gets you in there. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Let's see why we couldn't. Next thing you know, he's like dating, I don't know, who, who's... A Kardashian. Oh, uh, uh, sure, a Kardashian. Kardashian. <laughs> Set oh, for life. You. Been half the pace no, for itself. No, what are you talking about? <clears throat> Once you get past, the, like, the STD, you'd be all set. Maybe Ross knows <laughs> about it. Set for life. <laughs> no, no, um, no. Here, are you looking up, Gavin? Or? Lisa? No. No, you're not. Oh, sorry. So, but I, I saw some screenshots of it. I think it, it's actually, it looked like it was in the actual like tinder app like i'm not sure uh, i don't I, think it's necessarily a separate app right it might just be um like a premier an level. algorithm where you're only seeing okay. the very good well there is people. a different interface like there's like okay, you know, tinder is like themed red mostly and then there's like a different like switch you toggle and everything goes blue and you're like tinder select tinder blue label oh, here we basically. Got the article here. and so you can switch back and it's forth. called tinder select right. it's an invite no so this is invite only tier mm-hmm. Reserved for the beautiful and rich. Yikes. I wouldn't really do the rich one though. I was thinking because there's no. I mean, there's Facebook data. I guess they could pull in, but I, I, I think. But I think that 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 was the press saying that. That was uh, not. Uh, my guess is that's just famous people. Or right. I, I think all, at the end of the day, it's probably either you've already established that you have a history of always being hyper attractive or upwardly affluent. Man, I, no, so this is a tender. I oh, said so, no. This is so it is. CEO, supermodels, and other hyperattractive, <laughs> upwardly affluent types. Hyperattractive. That'd be a great. <laughs> I'm gonna put that in my mind, JDT. 
I'm going to put that in my company's bio, <laughs> my job bio. Hyper attractive. Hyper attractive software developer. <laughs> Working at the speed of business. <laughs> you should totally Blue, put that in. I'm there. doing it right now. <laughs> Blue Tinder member. <sighs> well, I. Well, Married with those, three kids. Uh, Blue Tinder member. Yeah, a lot of the dating websites do have like the. Uh, kind of they mark you as like a list just based on the algorithm of who likes who and how they figure out how people are attractive which is it's actually kind of an interesting math question so th this claims that people who are in this tender select can nominate other people to join and if you get a certain level of like thumbs up you get to join Jesus, this sounds almost like a like a high school kid's nightmare. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's it's yeah. like actually sounds like disturbing. Rich you know? and famous, man. Yeah. yeah. And you already have a bias because only people who get the thumbs up can join. And everyone will thumbs up their friends, so the circle will be... It's all about who you know? Yeah. <laughs> so can I bring in someone real quick? Yes. It's close to dating, but uh, I, I heard a story this morning on the radio that uh, the day before March Madness, NCAA tournament, there is a 50% spike in vasectomies. Yeah. That is 100% true. Because what, yeah. the men want the next week off of work. Yeah. And they, so they can lay around and not do anything and watch basketball. All what? of the doctors my, When I got I am, mine, my I'm doctor at, told me. Yeah, my, my I'm doctor looking told at Facebook me. now. Uh, Mike F., who used to work here, yeah. is yeah. at Northwestern right now getting a vasectomy. Yeah. No, my doctor, I was like, how long do I need to schedule it? He's like, look, as long as you're not looking to do it, uh, second week of March for the tournament. Exactly. I can do you today. <laughs> you, you know, like, because it's like a five-minute operation. You you do have to have a speech and sign waivers a week before. Huh. But he's like, once you have the speech and you've signed the waivers and I know that you're, you know, not going to sue me for this and you understand what's happening, you can come in that day and I'll do it for you. Wow. And, except for this week. He's like, this week... You actually sometimes have to book out a year in advance because that's well, when that's, all guys now, want their vasectomy. Now I understand why St. Patrick's weekend was the weekend prior to Probably, this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now it all I could starts be partying. to make sense. Well, it's funny because the balls. Party. Yeah. <laughs> After one hour. So the, it's funny. The guy that used to work at this company, his post is at Northwestern. Yeah. It yep. says, I'll no longer be putting my DNA into the world. <laughs> Facebook status. Facebook status. Because he wants to watch the tournament for the next week. Yeah. By the way, his birthday Awful. was two days ago, so they're also wishing him happy birthday on Facebook. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, happy birthday. <laughs> Get that thing cut. Um, Get that thing cut. <laughs> yeah. Ouch. So I um, I noticed there's, um, there's a new robot I'm supposed to buy. Which robot? This, is, this folds clothes. Why would I care? I didn't send that to you. <laughs> there, uh, how much a is it? A folding clothes robot. Doesn't it? No, no. Doesn't it? How, long, how much is dry it? Dry clean the clothes. Eight hundred bucks. Your clothes. No. It's not just folding. It dry cleans. No, just folds. Well, it's just well, you've a probably folding. probably got to load thing. it up, right? Yep. I mean, I don't know how much Ooh, trouble is. Geez. I'll bet you this thing fucking jams all the time. You no shit. This so is terrible. You probably have to spend so much time. Loading it, the might as well have just for eight hundred bucks folded, folded it yourself. Your clothes. Fold them eight family robotic laundry folding machine. That's hilarious. That's that's stupid, is what it is. Oh gosh, I would totally. Yeah, whoever that. sent that to you is so dumb. Hundred <laughs> percent, I would use that. You would use it totally. I hate laundry. If if I could 
So the way that it works right now is you have to hang, basically hang up 800. the clothes, and I think it only takes like five articles or something like that. But if I could dump all of my clothes into into a big hopper, absolutely, yeah. and get it all folded nice and neat, I'd pay for that. I won't even pay for that. I want it to be like you, you, you're walking, you're picking it up off the floor. <laughs> Walk, I, like, I want like an actual. Like, I want my Rocky Roomba to pick it up and take made, it. To. Yeah, you know. Um, Washing it and then putting it back somewhere. Oh, but what, what about an extension to the dryer? It just takes it out of the dryer and fold, unfolds it. I don't John, fold my own clothes. John, I don't fold clothes. Like I, I, you know what? So I have Roomba. In I my know house, you do, right? Yep. And the best thing that Roomba does is train all of us to keep our shit off the floor. That is the best thing it does. Is it forces us to not just put a bag down here my kids to just throw their clothes on their floor everybody has to just keep shit off the floor it's really simple it, Don't it should have like, have like a, a where you can pour stuff in like if there's stuff on the floor it will like spray piss on it <laughs> like a dog like a dog yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> don't leave your stuff on the floor well that, i can well, give you my dog because that's what my dog does <laughs> if you want to just borrow mine <laughs> great we think he was a rescue dog, and we think he was trained in an apartment complex to like pee on like a maybe like a like a pee mat, like a pee mat or something. So like if you leave a shirt down or something like that, he uh, tends to pee on it. Now if nothing's on the floor, he'll never pee on the carpet. But if something's put down on it, he will pee on it. Hmm. So we we think he's getting better about it, but we think he was a rescue dog that was trained to pee. On. I was gonna say, can't you just put like something in the corner and go look? We, this we, is your place. We started doing that for yeah. that reason, but yeah. yeah. But but the thing is, if you he'll pee on another one if he sees another one, he'll be like, oh, I think he's he's got that training and he must have like the memory of a goldfish, you know, where he's like, oh well, there's my so pee just Roomba is a lot neater. It it, it does the <laughs> same thing. <laughs> it trains everybody to keep shit yeah. off the floor. And yet, at the same time, does the same as musky. Yes, as <laughs> musky. How long? How, I mean, how long does it take you guys to iron your shirts, like your dress? So shirts? I'm awesome at ironing. I'm I can like iron really a shirt in like I can iron a shirt in under 15 seconds. Really? Yeah. So okay. that's why Sean I don't. I can tell. I'm looking. Sean, at, I'm looking Sean at your collar now. Probably, yes, we could probably race each other. Yeah. I'm really good at ironing, so I don't okay. fold because I'm so good at ironing that I figure. Well, why iron f- and hang? Yeah. Why fold everything? Mm-hmm. Or excuse, yeah, when I don't even know when or if I'll ever wear it again. Right. I'm a, uh, instead, I will get wrinkles out on demand as right. I need it by ironing. Oh. I had to That's go my to, problem, to, the, ironing. to the Jewel yeah. grocery store and wear a white collared shirt every single time I worked. And yeah, you get used I, to it. I would iron a shirt in seconds. We'll have an iron off, Deanna and I. So <laughs> I you know what? <laughs> I think this Tomorrow. could be a podcast event. <laughs> seconds. Here, here's, the trick, here's the trick, though. So I, what know, would our wives think if we go? Those wrinkles are steaming out. I need four collared shirts and an iron. You guys were talking about dresses last week. wrinkles out and starching the shit out of a shirt. I, I don't like, starch. I just get wrinkles I like, out. I like no, to press. I, I'm a starch I, man. I, I like see, to press, man. I see five judges and I'm willing to bring in an iron and an ironing board, and we can have a total iron off. I'll do this it. This would be great. No doubt. You have to be drunk first. So that's I guarantee he's doing sure. it wrong from the beginning. Already doing it wrong. At the way in. He's Just so you know, you are not, you're, if you're a contestant, you are not a judge. Just saying. Ooh. <laughs> 
It's all right. When he gets rust on his shirt, well, we got to establish a rules you bring committee. In an iron that has been used in seven years. That's fine. We can bring Ooh. in my iron, or do you want? Do you want? Do you want a, do you want a, a, a third fuck? party? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unobjective third party. Like we can iron. buy an iron across the street at Ace Hardware for twelve dollars. <laughs> so we get That's like a cheap iron for everyone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, corporate AMX. <laughs> yeah. I'll expense we, it. I don't uh, care. Ma'am, we me. need an ironing board, an iron, and a timer. <laughs> and starch. I have starch. a well-used iron and ironing board, but okay. I am not right. a competitive iron <laughs> All right. Well, all right. We'll <laughs> okay. We'll see. You want to bring your own iron, please, yeah, by all means. bring your own iron, Sean. Well, I'll bring my own iron. You'll bring your own? No use of body heat allowed. I can just see you on the L, <laughs> iron in hand. That's right. Iron board. Ready. That's yeah. right. You have line. to keep in mind that he runs hot already, so he's steaming <laughs> yeah. as he's oh, yeah. ironing True. at the same time. No iron happening. needed. Dion's not actually ironing. He just puts it on wet and it <laughs> irons itself. Steams, yeah. <laughs> steams itself clean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this idea. Sorry. So we got to set a date for the sorry. iron off. Right. Um uh, good call, and no, I'm not going to buy a robotic clothes folder. folder. More for me, me and Ross. Well, I'm with Ross if it's like a big bin. You just dump your clean laundry. So wash your clothes, they dry, and you dump them in the hopper, and boom, you get folded clothes. Yes, I'm in. It is kind of sad oh. it, it's taken this long. Like, I mean, there were... Or cartoons from the 50s where it's like, you know, the machine that shaves you and it, you know, does your, slicks your hair back and puts your shirt on. And wouldn't it be kind of cool for these, like, you know, cost on these probably has to be a hundred bucks, right? I think so. Would it just be kind of cool? Like, we have this huge Microsoft Surface. If Microsoft just bought them and you're like, well, what the hell is this, you know, $10,000 Surface do? Like, uh, oh, and it falls cold. (laughs) Close. (laughs) And then they just just attached it to the bottom. (laughs) Of every <laughs> or if they just bought some random, or, or like what you have, like the the robot that the does, Roomba, the Roomba. Yeah. Like again, that's the cost has to be a hundred bucks on that. You know, I would think. Yeah, probably. You, you, you know, if Microsoft just bought one of those and it just gets released from the Surface, <laughs> I just think that would be hilarious if that was the add-on. The marketing for the Surface is like plug in the thing that gets you like almost Watson like capability. Yeah, like like yeah. it's like your whole house is gonna become a robot. <laughs> you know, through Microsoft Surface. I, I I'm in. But it's gotta be reasonably priced. I can't pay a thousand bucks for everything. So this is eight hundred bucks. That's a thousand bucks. Made. <laughs> That's a thousand bucks. That's everything well this is the eight hundred bucks and yeah. you know that bloody device, which is really very cool. I mean, we had a, a decent meeting in this room with this Surface Hub, and it was cool because I was in a call, and we pulled up a whiteboard, and we whiteboarded, and the guys on the other end saw what was going on, and then I just hit email this thing, and boom, everybody got it. It was a very cool experience. Was it, like, whatever this thing, $8,000 cool? Yeah. No. So I, no. But to Gavin's point, I have a theory on why we never got that technology. Which what, the washing machine that just... That the Jetsons the... had and that we all thought we'd have now. Like, like my right. theory is that we just assumed everyone would get more and more educated and have... Like, we overestimated, or I should say we underestimated how cheap labor would always stay. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? And especially with... Because like, most people's, like, maids are... are uh, they're not documented. Right. You, you know, like, where I live, like... Uh, a lot of people use undocumented your, your maids. Your maid is not documented? We don't have a maid. My, my, <laughs> my maid is very documented. She's married to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
And I would say she says the same thing about me. She says she has the most incompetent maid in the world. Like we have to do all the cleaning. You know, exactly. Not, you know. Yep. Um, That's why I bought a robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think cheaper. we just. If you really think about it, like like how hard, like like just how ch- there's so few jobs available for people now that there's so much unskilled labor that doesn't have a job that I don't think I actually think we won't see all that much automation. Correct. And at the end of the day, you know, I paid for one robot that vacuums my floors and trained us to keep stuff yeah. off the floor so we have a tidier house and it's vacuumed. Yeah. And that's all it does. Yeah. But the cost of that was probably close to I don't know, 8 months of a year of having somebody come into my house and do way more than that. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I could have paid a maid to come in or a maid service to come in and that person would have cleaned my countertops and clean, you know, dusted and vacuumed and cleaned toilets and done all of that. But I'd be paying that every day or every month for more than 8 10 months. Yeah. So yeah. I took the the I'll pay for this, and in eight months' time, I will have made my money back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Because now it's paid for, and I'm running it, and we're still doing all the other stuff that we would have done, right? Sure, sure, sure. Cleaning yeah. the toilets and cleaning the kitchen and dusting and whatever, mm-hmm. or not, and going, eh, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I I see it. It's coming closer is my point. Yeah, yeah. That's it's closer yeah, yeah, to yeah. reality with these robots. And you pick and choose what makes the most sense. This folding clothes thing, nah. And, and you know, I have a Roomba. It's a vacuum. It cleans my bare floors really, really well. It cleans my carpets. Eh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then they have, like, a mopping device. I'm like, I'm not going to pay for a mopping device. <sighs> when yep. the stupid... Yeah. Like vacuum does a great job with my bare floors. Right, mopping's my favorite part. I will say, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I love to mop. Really, if yeah. I having two boy, two young boys, if they had a machine to clean toilets, yes, absolutely, would, boys, they'd never yeah. hit the toilet. Oh my god, they're the worst. Thank oh you. Oh my god, and the, the, and it's everything. They have bloody noses. They have yeah. like, and they just run to the bathroom with every every issue. Well, and, don't they have those like plastic covers like that? Uh, that are kind of automated. Yeah. Oh, like O'Hare, like has yeah, yeah. and all that. No. And, like, after every use, they... No, it's where they use the, the back as, a like, a bank. They have a backstop, <laughs> yeah. like a backboard when uh-huh. they pee. Yeah. So, it, it's especially yeah. when they wake up in the morning, they're... Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just tell them to go in the shower. Just yeah. <laughs> keep it clean. Well, funny thing, I'd last week when I, w- I was traveling, I would wake up in the middle of the night and have to use the bathroom, and I just went to the bathroom, and I was like, I just pee in the bidet. But it was the first <laughs> thing available to me. I it was there and it was open, yeah. so I I was asleep and I just pee in the bidet. Yeah, you whatever. can pee in a bidet though, right? Doesn't it flush? You can, no, you have to turn the hose on and yeah. Oh, I I thought it flushed. It's no, a, it's no. a sink with a fountain. Yeah. Well, I knew that, but I I also thought okay, all right, it yeah, does yeah. go down the drain, but you gotta rinse it. You gotta rinse yeah, it yeah, out. I, I, yeah. yeah. So I I thought it was like a toilet where the water kind of comes up and then oh yeah yeah, no. yeah all right. So okay. my recommendation to you is. How old is Colin? Your oldest? Colin is nine and messy. <laughs> so he's close. Yeah. He's the first one that learns how to clean a toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's the best part of 
that whole process is going, yeah. all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to clean this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you Literally. clean it, and yeah. they'll start to learn, oh, maybe I yeah, should yeah, hit yeah. that hole. So I was going to make one, one more point about my trip last week, about how new countries benefit from, like, old countries, like, what we messed up on. Like, we Chicago, our city, benefited from a fire because we learned to build alleyways in our city mm-hmm. but like the technology in dubai it's a new city it's only 20 years old everything is so streamlined and, and they, they figured it out and i think other cities have to look at like what they're doing what's an example of that example is like i thought about this at the airport like you get to the airport and you have to go through security and you got to yeah. put everything in a bin and it goes through the yeah. the check and usually what happens is all the bins get to an end and some man or woman has to carry a big thing of bins back to the front. Yeah. yeah. It is a con- like continuous conveyor belt where the bins get to the end, they drop down and go underneath back to the front and they stack up at the beginning. Mm. Cool. Makes sense. But it's just like yeah. automation things like that that make Yeah, yeah. It was one of the best experiences at an airport flight internationally yeah. that I've I've had because this is a new airport that yeah, they probably built their airports knowing about security protocols and, and, and the amount of traffic that's going to go through this airport. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So that yeah, goes back. That goes back to uh, <clears throat> that article that I read and actually posted to you guys this morning about <laughs> the, this guy and not to take this down a political path. Yeah. But this guy basically said, look. The red and the blue of our country, there's this divide. And instead of fighting this divide, let's embrace this divide. Let's let's basically look the the uh, liberal elite. Basically, they're the cities and the markets that actually pay the most into the federal coffers and get the least benefit at the end of the day. So fine. Mm -hmm. We'll just we'll cut the cord and go. Let's take all that money that is currently going to the federal government and let's build it into our cities. Let's take that money and make California and New York and the and the Atlantic Corridor the example, what you're talking about. Funnel all those dollars that go to the federal government into yes. these local places and make the best cities in the world and be an example for the world, for, for the country as much as anything, mm-hmm. of how we can do this better. And look at what is happening in these new cities. New cities that and learn from our mistakes. We'll have, we'll have the best environmentally friendly energy systems. We'll tap into the best uh, minds of our time because there's a lot of those people concentrated in those areas. And they won't be focused on how do we carry the, the, the dead weight of the country and the old industries forward. We'll just focus on the new. Right. Focus on the new generate the best of the best and carry it forward and i i think this there's something to this i, I definitely agree i mean yeah. after seeing something like dubai and yeah oh it's something and we, we, and we, we, we really just, need to learn from yeah and we well, can, that's why i'm excited about 
Trump to have a strong man in here because it usually takes a dictator to do that type of you know extensive city planning and just to like get shit done. So there you know, you heard when it he here. takes over, <laughs> <laughs> when he takes the, uh, over <laughs> New York or L.A. whatever he does when he turns no, into Trump no, no, land, no, no. that's gonna be crazy. It's Mar Lago. No, I, I'm, I'm, a full blown, I'm a full blown Tea Partier now, okay. and it's all about yeah. states, rights. states. Yeah, exactly. All Local the government. money should be concentrated yeah. in the states because guess what. Chicago is going to carry a fair amount of Illinois, and so Illinois is going to be a good state, and New York is going to be a good state, and California is going to be a good state, and who's not going to be? North uh, Dakota? <laughs> Georgia. North Dakota, Montana. Kansas, yeah. Georgia, Alabama. Alabama, fucking Mississippi. Come on. <laughs> All of these fucking red states. Call they're, the bluff. They're, yeah. Call their bluff? <laughs> Absolutely. Do it. Um, so, yes, I am all in. Let's make these cities power centers. Great again. We're Don't all say it. Come on, Gavin. <laughs> Sorry. I can't help but keep going. <laughs> Do you have a hat at home? <laughs> no, no. Really? We wouldn't even know. I'm not, a, I'm not a supporter. I'm a, I'm a Bernie bro. Come on. Okay, so last question uh, bef- before we probably have to start wrapping up. Um, did you read this article about SpaceX? No. I saw 538 said NASA claims it's never happened and that it's dangerous. That's all I saw. It's dangerous. It'd probably, it'd probably be like what? an HR issue, right, if it happened? However, they're, they're the, the, like, um, <laughs> I'll just read the very beginning of this. Uh, in January of 91, a couple of crazy kids got married. These kids were in their late 30s and were astronauts and were keeping their marriage secret from NASA. Well. So maybe it did <laughs> happen. Pretty sure so what happens well. in space stays in space, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's the way. Yeah, like Vegas, the forty mile club. You know? Yeah, the four, <laughs> the one hundred thousand mile club. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, you know, well, there's a lot. There's a lot we forget about zero gravity. Like you know, you know, the semen is going to go wherever. <laughs> you, you know, just to start there. Like it may not go up the canal. You Where know, else you know, would we start? You know. Very let's scientific. Let's just start at the beginning. So let's start with physics there. Wait a minute. Gravity. Explain it might, it might go me. right up your own nose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, who knows where it's going to float off to? <laughs> uh, and, you know, like I don't know if they know if it were, if the egg were to you – know, I don't even know if they know like how things would go with the egg and everything. Like, Because you're in zero gravity. You, you know? don't have a good enough seal yeah, if it's going up your you nose. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I believe so this is just a ploy. The liquid takes all the volume. Yeah, yeah. If the guy has a lot of semen, <laughs> yeah. it will make the thing. No, but what I'm yeah. wondering is if the egg was fertilized, she like, 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 could a baby even <laughs> develop in zero gravity like – Wait. It, is there something about our evolution that sort of assumes and gravity? That there's gravity, like if the baby's just fucking floating around everywhere. But wait, are we? Wait, we're not but talking about inception. You of, don't depend on of gravity to make. I'm not fer- talking about a birth or. No, I'm I'm talking about if these are two people on a space station for, for let's say five years in zero gravity. Ah, could. If they had sex, so I, I, you know, I think sex can happen in zero gravity. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It might be messy, but it <laughs> yeah. can happen. You've done it, it before in college. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. You could even. Yeah. College. <laughs> I was once in a car that lost total control, flew off a bridge, and for half a second, you no, were but, having sex. Yeah. You went zero g. Yeah. 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 Zero g. No, but then I'm wondering, like, like, I don't know if you could actually, if the baby could develop, if you got, you know. Well, more importantly, I feel like many. Uh, Couplings kind of require gravity at a certain level to keep a rhythm, but I, I don't know. That's just my thought. This all I feel like that would like, be hard. I don't know if you need a harness like or. I think trailer that's for Aliens Covenant, by the way. But, I don't know if you guys have seen this trailer. But Gavin, I, Gavin, I, th- there's like the science of it. 
whatever babies and all this stuff that Sean wants to bring it up. I just want to talk about the act. Right. The yeah. Act. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. Yeah. So here you are correct. How does this happen? Yeah. You're floating, right? You're you're floating away from each other. Wait, how, I'll kick off the wall and I'll come back towards you. Mm -hmm. You do the same thing. Right. right. <laughs> We're going to run a good start. <laughs> <laughs> How do you deal with that? With yeah. love. <laughs> with love. <laughs> there has to be bungee cords and involved. And very, very well trained. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think own arms cords. and all the muscles because you, you will need more, maybe more strength. Maybe like a Powell 13 when they're trying to land the moon, not the moon lander. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> very precise. They they won't need to be laid down or uh, it doesn't matter. So doesn't matter to the position. Yeah, yeah. Physical direction you're in you just have to be close enough mm -hmm. gotta use your own and, muscle power. Uh, and have some handles yeah. in the walls maybe muscle to muscle uh, handles, but that's, that's a good the point. thing yeah. handle there needs to be some apparatus a fun there. room yes you have an apparatus you have those bunks yeah those oh? are very narrow very close and i don't know if i've seen those nasa you? nasa did run simulations in the year 2000 because they thought they were going to have U.S. and Russian astronauts in space having sex. Wow. <laughs> That's never going to happen now. They <laughs> ran simulations, and they calculated the 10 best positions to have sex in. There's oh, awesome. no way this is true. Awesome. There's no there. way this is true. Like, there's no way. Like, well, they got to be out there. they got to fuck each other. <laughs> so let's just give them like a sort of karma sutra for outer space. You know how those Russians are. Tell them the ten best ways. There's no the way this is true. Astronauts test sex in space, but did the Earth move? U.S. and Russian did astronauts had sex in space for separate research programs, never really in space. Uh, the article goes on. Can I get the domain name Twitter. of what you're reading right now? <laughs> Infowars.com. Theguardian.com. <laughs> And actually, to go to the space, you need to get some training in Earth. To We've taken results from the Olympics. And we decided STSXX. Two martinis. He's going to want to get down, you know. In 1996, they had a project code named STSXX, which explored wow. sexual positions possible in weightless <laughs> atmosphere. 20 positions were tested by a computer simulation <laughs> to obtain the best 10. Two guinea pigs were then tested in zero gravity. I'm reading along. This is all real. The results were videotaped, that but were considered so sensitive that not even NASA was allowed to censor the version. <laughs> Only four positions were found possible. <laughs> without but there are four. But there were four positions oh possible without mechanical assistance. Right. The other six needed special elastic belts and inflatable tunnels, <sighs> and oh. we'll get into that inflatable later. Inflatable tunnels. Uh, <laughs> we do a lot with tunnels. We do a lot of tunnels these days. <laughs> One of There's the principal findings was the classic so-called missionary position, which is so easy on Earth when gravity pushes downwards is simply right. not That's possible in Without space. Gravity, it'd be really yeah. hard. I'm not gonna say I called this, but the Bible wow. is wrong. <laughs> the Bible was wrong. <laughs> 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 the computer, however, was right. Four positions. And those hamsters. God bless those hamsters. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, can you guys repeat that again? Ready. One more time. The, the computer didn't pick that up. Sorry. <laughs> what did they do? They show the, the computer's graphics. Okay, you hamsters, we want you to try this. <laughs> this is 1 through 20. We want you to try. We're going to float you in air for a little bit. But this is totally like total geeks doing this. Oh, yeah, Let's exactly. Let, let the computer totally figure it. this out, and then we'll sort it out with humans. Yeah. Right? Then yeah. we'll bring in Ron Jeremy to yeah. tell us the truth. No, yeah. Just get two <laughs> humans and throw them up there. And just, yeah. They can be creative. I, they can find 16 more positions. Like yeah. Exactly. Oh, sure. Sort it For out. For sure. You, 
You two or you five, whatever. <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> uh, so Let's I, end it. <laughs> that, I think, um, was the way that we should go out. Um, I really am glad we brought up the SpaceX. <laughs> Thank you all very much for listening. If Anybody, it's not robot uh, sex, it's SpaceX. <laughs> You've been listening to the world. What is you guys? <laughs> <laughs> We are the Worldwide IT guys. This was 78. Enjoy. Bye, guys. Later. Bye-bye. <laughs> the, the, the thing that makes this sound so unbelievable to me is NASA's like, well, these Russians and Americans yeah, are going to keep the their hands off each other. So we, we should do simulations. <laughs> Obviously. The Russians will be fine, but the Americans. Yeah. These uh, Americans are going to fuck anything in space. Let's, yeah. let's get them prepared to do this right, okay? <laughs> I've also always wondered if anyone's gotten drunk in space. I've never heard anything. I'm about sure that. they've done everything. Make some in space, space pruno. Yeah. I don't know that they have. Why not? Why not? I don't know if I. They've been up there for a year. On a fragile. Yeah, yeah space exactly. Station. You know, like the walls are this thick. You know, and I know how drunk I get at like altitude. Can you imagine up in yeah. space? Mm. Yeah, because I'm always wondering point. how it would affect the brain and everything. But and, yeah. yeah, I wonder if you're I would not, balanced. And I'm a big drinker. I would not allow fear. On it may have been scientifically like, all right, listen, we're going to let you take a shot. Yeah, for when they only send them up with one shot. Right, yeah, yeah. You're going to yeah. get to take a shot right now. Just enough to get one guy to Take a shot. We're going to analyze your blood, alcohol content, and your behavior for the next, you know, 12 hours. They simulated <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, they figure out. Like, NASA, we want you to ignore Dion for the next like, two hours. <laughs> <laughs> they're, not, they're not putting me in space. <laughs> no way. No way. <laughs> He's just been saying, Houston, we have a problem for two hours straight into the microphone. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't make any more comments. Problem. We're still on the slow. Another problem. Low. You can make all the comments no, in the world. No, no, no. Uh, too good. That was a good end. I'm glad <laughs> yeah, we did that. That, that article you found is great. Share that article. Oh, my I God. Put it in Slack. It sounds totally like it's guinea pig. Like, I honestly yeah. thought you were reading some asshole's blog. There's no way TheGuardian.com, circa 20... I was reading the 538 thing, Sean. That's what he saw. Ugh. I blame Moonraker. Oh, is that the James Bond one? Yeah. Do they have sex in space in there? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was Noah's Ark in space. <laughs>